Hello and welcome to Author to Author. I am your host Jasveer and today I have Mustafa Amar with me. He is truly a global citizen and uh, his first literary project, The Passion Project, is coming up shortly. He's a fascinating personality. Let's quickly talk to him. Mustafa, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jasveer. Hi, good morning and good morning and good afternoon for everybody uh, who are listening to us. Great. Mustafa, thank you so much for taking time out uh, to come on the podcast. Uh, please tell our listeners something about your life and uh, something about the Passion Project. Thank you, Jasper. Thank you so much. So, you know, I lived several career lives uh, in the past. So I started my life as a pharmacist. Uh, I, I spent uh, uh, three to four years as a pharmacist uh, while I was already embarking on my uh, my new career transition, or let's say my first career transition, which is uh, to be a diplomat. Uh, that was my second uh, career. I spent almost, as an Egyptian national, uh, I spent almost uh, 10 to 11 years as uh, a diplomat. I served, uh, I was trained in Canada, in, in Ottawa. I was trained in New York and Washington. Uh, then I, uh, I worked in Africa, I went on a short assignment to New York as well, and then to China. Uh, in China, I spent almost five years, and I was ready to embark on my, you know, another new adventure or new posting. Uh, but then I embarked on, instead, I embarked on a new career uh, transition. Uh, I moved to investment banking. Um, and then uh, in investment banking, I worked for four years in a development bank, which is headquartered in China, Beijing. And uh, it's quite similar to the World Bank. It's called uh, the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank. Um, and then here it comes my story with writing, you know. Uh, so uh, I was never an author, but being that guy who was, you know, able to follow and pursue his passion. Uh, by, by the end of my banking career, which for me, I was expecting I would, I would continue more, but doing my MBA at that time in Manchester University really uh, opened my mind and my eyes to doing different other things in life, including writing itself. So if we focus here on writing, I was uh, really enjoying writing my uh, uh, MBA assignments almost on, um, on a weekly basis. I got uh, very positive feedbacks from my professors that you really write very well and the, the argument that you're always using is, is very interesting. So we encourage you to write more. Um, and here it comes, you know, it starts my story with writing. Uh, so uh, after almost 50% of my MBA, I opened, uh, you know, my journal and I started writing uh, those themes or subject that I really wish if I could write a book about. And they all, you know, were based and built on my passions in life, or let's say my values, the concept that I live by. So including, for example, from consistency to the power of persistence to several other things. And uh, what happened, because I was still in my banking job, I was uh, working almost 12 hours every day, at the same time, I was still doing my MBA on a part-time basis. So that was uh, almost impossible to start writing a book at that time. Uh, so I closed that <laughs> journal and I say, let's see one year from now what I would I would do. Uh, and once I finished the MBA, I came back to the same uh, old journal and I looked at it and I found that, wow, actually, I would love to write about 
uh, all these books. And from that point, I started my journey uh, with writing. Of course, we can dive deeper uh, with further questions. <laughs> wow, fascinating. <laughs> you know, you've, you've done a lot of uh, lot of things. You've been a diplomat. You've been a marketing guy. You, you're an MBA, right? You, you've been a pharmacist. Uh, and then amongst all these things, uh, writing sort of uh, started for you. So what does it really mean to you amongst, you know, doing so many things? What does writing really mean to you? you I would actually call and and say that writing is the culmination of all your experiences in life. So whatever you're writing as an author or writer, uh, either it's nonfiction or fiction, you know, you have something to share, right, with the world, right? You have something, you have your experiences. If it's nonfiction, you have your values, your passion, something that maybe changed your life and you would like it to, you'd like to share it with others to even help them to change their lives too, or even if it's an unfiction. So, it, you know, you have a story that uh, would have an impact on, uh, you know, your readers in the future. So, you know, I was living my life with, uh, you know, certain principles and uh, I was trying to enjoy every single moment in life, my life by pursuing my passions. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, uh, unfortunately, I meet a lot of them who separate, you know, your career from your passions and your passion is a hobby. And at the same time, on the other side, your career is your career. You know, it's uh, what helps you to pay your bills, right? Uh, but I, I tried my best to combine both. I tried to, you know, work always wherever I would see, you know, and pursue my passion, something on somewhere I enjoy, you know, uh, working. Um, and that led me to this adventure, you know. I never expected, of course, this when I started my career, uh, when I was 22 years old uh, as a pharmacist, but I was trying to pursue my passions. And if you build this an open mindset, uh, growth mindset at the same time, you know, this can open a lot of new doors for you. You know, when you embark on an adventure, you never know where it would take you. Uh, and when it came to the end of my banking career, and uh, I, I could see that there is a new, uh, I would say, period is coming. Uh, I mean, as an entrepreneur as well, because I have my own company, which I built last year. Uh, and it's uh, it's a coaching business. Uh, I would uh, try to help people who are stuck in their careers and their uh, businesses and would love to change, rebuild their careers and their businesses on their passions. And because I have been through this uh, over my, I would say, four or five careers, uh, so I have seen it. I have seen all the hardships. You know, I have dealt with all of those issues. So what I'm trying to do here is to devise this, I would say, the secret uh, uh, recipe to, you know, rebuild your uh, career and business on your passions. Uh, and actually, this is what, you know, uh, brought me to writing, because by writing, uh, you get to get out all your uh, values, all your passions. You would share uh, your views to the world as well. Truly inspirational, uh, that that you're actually doing and and i agree something that you said that if your passion can become your profession uh, you're going to enjoy it a lot more exactly and, and yeah. i think that's the dream of every author to make writing their full-time profession but sadly you know when it comes to indie authors they've got to earn money right and exactly. uh, 
you know that's the idea you've got to earn money to live right you need food yes. you need yes, housing exactly. you need everything so if writing is not paying then you have to do something on the sidelines so that you can continue writing and maybe hope that someday writing becomes your full time uh, profession <laughs> exactly i mean it's uh, for for a lot of people they love writing you know uh, as authors and as you rightly mentioned that you know in order to live your life and pay your bills you really have to have something on 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 the side uh, but actually there is a process to do all of this and it uh, it always depends on the person i mean if you have a few uh, passions you know if you have two or three passions you can always pursue them uh you know parallelly uh, so you could write you could have your own company you could uh, maybe uh, as what i'm doing right now i would coach people on the uh, the principles of the book as well and the principles that i lived in my life uh, and it's not easy to you know have your as an author have this career as you know the career that pays your bill you really need to build and authority uh, in the market you really need to build uh, expertise you need to go beyond one or two or three books and uh, of course that's not easy we we can definitely dive deeper into the process of course yeah mm-hmm. I, i think that's something meaningful that you uh, again said that you need to uh, you know continue the process you can't just publish one book keep calling yourself an author and expect people to read your books you've got to come up with more unique works niche work you know uh, yes. so that people keep noticing you and sooner or later people will notice you as an author just keep up with the good work yeah i think that's what exactly. matters yeah um, right. so, okay. you know you've been writing for a long time you've written during your mba as well and now you're writing professionally your book is going to come up uh, pretty soon so looking at yeah. your writing process what your what's your writing process uh, like please describe it for uh, young and aspiring authors who would be listening to our conversation and please also describe which is the most difficult part of your writing process and how do you sort of sure. overcome that Sure. I mean, if you allow me, just uh, earlier to touch upon, you know, for specifically for new authors, you know, when you you are starting to learn a new craft, it's not easy, right? Uh, I mean, for somebody, for example, who True. started yeah. writing earlier in his or her life, uh, maybe would have more experience. But for somebody in my uh, position. Uh, I haven't had that skill, so uh, I am just starting learning that skill. You know, uh, when I started last year, uh, like focusing on the book, on the concept of the book, I think one of the best ways to learn any craft or any skill is to try, as as you could, of course, uh, try your best to learn from the best in their career or in their in this industry. So what I did is I. Uh, Uh, you know you would <laughs> you would find it uh, somehow weird but when i decided when i finished my mba and i looked at my journal again and i i found all those themes and subjects for you know for uh, uh, maybe a probable uh, book in the future i just said if i write a book i really would love to be a bestseller you know i don't want to write a mediocre <laughs> book or uh, or a book that you know doesn't have any value so what did i do is i looked um on youtube and just try to search uh for how to write a best selling book and i get to you know 
listen and watch a lot of those videos for people who were there already. And that actually led me to uh, deal with one of the, I would consider him one of the best book marketers in the world. Uh, his name is Steve Harrison. So Steve Harrison is uh, um, is uh, the guy who helped actually uh, a lot of those authors who actually are New York Times bestsellers and, and, and other bestsellers like uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad for Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul for Jack Canfield, Men from Mars, Women from Venus. So when all these books were in the beginning, uh, uh, Steve Harrison was the one who helped to market these books. So, uh, you know, by learning from the best, you can learn faster and you can, you know, advance your skills very, very quickly. And you can focus on what really matters because it's an ocean. You know, uh, if you just want to learn, you really need to know what exactly to learn, what to start with. And that actually helped me a lot, not only with writing the book, it's with the whole concept. Because uh, I think one mistake some people do is they don't really uh, focus on other aspects. They only focus on writing the book. But I think you cannot just write a book and hope you know, that somebody will come and sell it for you or market it for you. So I think you should start thinking marketing from day one. So day one, you start writing the book. You have to think marketing that actually will help you to form uh, a good idea how you want to write your book, you know, in, in a way that appeals to uh, to the readers and uh, that helps you as well to, you know, as you rightly mentioned, you know, focus on your niche. You, uh, you need to know which niche you are really focusing on. Uh, so that's what the start was the start. So it helped me a lot. I was able to... Uh, 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 you know, focus on the idea, on the concept, uh, build this, I would call it mind mapping for each chapter of the book. And then I could dive deeper into uh, uh, the book concepts uh, themselves. Uh, for, for as you, as you ask for uh, authors who are uh, starting their careers, I, I uh, humbly suggest them and advise them to, uh, number one is to, uh, not only focus on, on writing. Number two, try to learn from the best in the world. If you cannot um, afford paying for them, then learn from people who learn from them. You know, there is always a way. Uh, there are sure. always short shortcuts. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and try to learn the whole industry. Try to immerse yourself not only in the writing process, not only in writing. Try to understand the whole industry. Try to you know, get answers for all those big questions that you have in the beginning. For example, would you uh, would you pursue the uh, self-publishing option or would you maybe try your best to look at, you know, big publishers in New York and, and in, in, uh, in the big cities for publishing? Uh, or would you go for a semi uh, approach, you know, some, you know, some approach between both? Uh, you need to understand about marketing books. You need to understand uh, a lot of those big concepts because it's not only about writing. You can write a much better book when you have better understanding of all those concepts. Uh, I think true. Uh, and and what you've done is you've sort of combined art, which is the art of storytelling and <laughs> writing with science, which is mind mapping. And I, I love your approach. Uh, you know, have a scientific approach. Surely you can't quantify 
uh, the <laughs> art right the art part but you can surely quantify and make a solid plan uh, you know using mind mapping or any other methodology and make at least the writing part uh, scientific uh, you exactly. know quantifiable and measurable and truly they say that if you can't measure something you can't improve it so when you combine art with science you've done something unique uh, i look forward to your book uh, thank you Elizabeth. thank you and so much thank above you. all something else that you said really um, uh, the young and aspiring authors need to work on it you need to have a plan if you are an indie author or let's say suppose you're not getting response from the traditional publishers then don't lose yeah. heart you know exactly. self-publishing is there and it's there in a big way these days all you need to do is find a way set up your exactly. budget you know as per your genre and um, you know make a plan that's it that's all you need to do <laughs> exactly exactly and then yeah. you know you can really uh i would say you have you would have a lot of uh, uh, advancement in terms of taking some shortcuts you you don't need to reinvent the wheel you can start from wherever others finished you know or ended so uh, the experiences of other authors are always everywhere on the internet you know you can you can watch youtube videos you can listen to some of those interviews so what i did uh, i mean the whole 2020 i was listening to different interviews for uh, you know those authors who were telling those stories you know how they started you know maybe sometimes a non-fiction author that she couldn't sell the book uh, she went for the self-publishing option and then maybe she managed during uh, you know the, the let's say the first or two years to sell one million books just by minimizing the price you know just by selling uh, uh, the ebook the e-copy for less than one dollar and then she could build her name. And then in the second novel or a second uh, fiction book, she could, you know, build on that. So there are a lot of, um, uh, you know, uh, lesson learned here uh, that we don't have to figure out by ourselves. We, if we are practical enough to learn from others and build uh, upon their experiences, I think that would make it easier for us as well. I think truly uh, something uh, I really like the idea is that uh, the author prized her first book at a very low price. Uh, yeah. And then through that, she could reach masses, you know, there exactly. was quantity. And then in the next book, when she knew that she is already in demand, people already know about her work. The branding yes. was already done. I think uh, she came up with a bit higher price. I, I think that's so true for every product marketing. Uh, so thank you um, <laughs> for sharing the <laughs> basics like of marketing with us. I, I think <laughs> that works with every product, right? A book is a product. Uh, your your name as an author is a product. You need the right product placement uh, exactly. for the right marketing. I think, yep, that's so true. Yeah, uh, yeah and touching upon this point, uh, I mean, if, you, if any of the authors uh, who are listening to us right now are pursuing the, the traditional publishing option you really need to look at different things you need to look at you know your name as you said so you really need to build your name uh, it's not easy uh, to sell an idea so how you make your idea i would call it bankable from my banking career or commercial i would say yeah uh, to to sell you know so uh, and no no publisher will come to you and say i will you know, give you this advance, I pay you this 
just because you're writing. Uh, he needs to know that whether your idea will sell or not. And you really have to speak the same language as the publisher. You really have to tell him or her what you really can do to sell, you know, your book. And not yeah. only uh, 10 books or, or, I mean, 100 copies or 1,000 copies. You need to speak and, and think very big. Yeah. When it comes to traditional publishing, it surely is at a very grand scale. And uh, the young and aspiring authors must understand that when it comes to traditional publishing, you are not spending anything. The publisher is actually taking a risk by taking you on board as a new author. You may sell, you may not sell. That's a story that would be decided later. But then uh, traditional publishers are also taking a big risk by taking over your work, you know, and then for that matter, work of any established author as well, because they work on it. They spend money publishing it and publicizing it. They spend money yes. on marketing book tours and everything. And exactly. So, yeah. So before uh, being angry with the traditional publishers for not accepting your manuscript, try it from their point of view as well. Uh, it's a huge challenge for them as well. Yeah, exactly. Think. That can make all the difference. Absolutely. Uh, just to think uh, and, you know, put put your fees, uh, fees in their shoes, uh, yep. just to think their way. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So uh, you've done so much research and you're coming up with your first book shortly. Uh, let me ask you, what is the favorite part, uh, you know, when it comes to the publishing process and which is the least favorite part when it comes to the publishing <laughs> process? <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, I mean if I, if I would just focus on the book idea the book is quite practical uh, it's a step-by-step practical blueprint to help people who are stuck in their careers or, or businesses just to you know figure out their passions um, merge these passions these passions with their values in life and then their vision um, so I, I I have it as a step-by-step but I mean, I have uh, uh, in in a few chapters, I have parts of my story which uh, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, build upon. But what I'm doing is I'm extensively interviewing people from everywhere in the world, uh, 50% from the US and Canada and the other 50% from, from, from the rest of the globe. Uh, uh, people who are able to uh, successfully to change their careers and, you know, pursue their passions. Uh, and by you know mentioning different stories, uh, depending on the chapters, I think would give some inspiring uh, thoughts, uh, some inspiring stories for people to follow. You know, different stories, different approach. And I hope I could have every reader to have or see him or herself in one of those, at least one of those stories. Um, so the best part is writing stories. You know, I'm really enjoying interviewing people and uh, uh, from all over the world, and, and uh, you know, uh, touching upon important cornerstones in their in their journey. You know, which I'm, I mean, I, I I've been through this, so I could relate always when I'm I'm talking and asking them a few of those questions, and then writing those stories in a way that appeal to people and encourage them to follow their passions. Um, the toughest part, it's, um, it's, I mean, you know, it's writing is not easy. You need to, <laughs> you need to sit yourself for a few hours every day and write, write, write. And that's actually, uh, it's not easy, you know, to have this discipline. Um, 
I mean, for somebody like me, I, I always try to be disciplined if I want to build a new skill. Uh, uh, but it's not always uh, easy. Uh, for example, uh, I have inspiration. So I have always set up for me if I want to write faster. Uh, if I live, if I already stay by uh, a nice scenery or specifically by the sea, I can write faster. Uh, so I, I've been uh, to different places where I could be close to the sea and write. So for a few weeks, I've been to Zanzibar, which is East Africa, and the Maldives uh, as well, to write faster. And that really helped me to write very, very fast. So every day, I could just wake up in the morning, my coffee, uh, my breakfast, and I just keep writing for six, seven hours. Um but then to have the same discipline, whatever you are, is not easy. So uh, I, I found this, I found this really difficult, you know, to discipline myself and every day try to write. It's really not easy. Of course, yeah. if you have other other uh, career, um, in my case, I'm I'm coaching people, I'm building my company, uh, I'm doing few other things as well. So you know, it's not easy to have every day. You know, you're writing. Uh, uh, time truly you, you know as an indie author you need to juggle sure. between your primary occupation uh, your home life and then exactly. somewhere find the time to write also something yeah exactly. i can understand the struggle <laughs> <laughs> right so uh, when we talk about the storytelling process you know what comes to you first uh, the plot or the characters and and tell us if you are working on any other project uh, apart from uh, this upcoming book. So uh, I mean, uh, it starts with the idea. So uh, and because I mean, all comes back to the mind mapping process that I mentioned to you. So I've, I've done that uh, last year, and it was so useful to put everything you know down on the paper, and then from there build these maps. And then from these maps, connect things together and then build this practical, I would say, blueprint. Uh, so it's uh, it's project. I mean, uh, the book, it's built on, on, on project. So it's phases. So uh, each phase, you know, will make sense in, in each time. So the timing is so important. And, um, you know, if you consider your career or life as a project, which I think is the case, uh, you know, you should build it on foundations, right? Uh, some of us build their projects, I would say, on weak foundations. So their uh, projects collapse. Some others build their uh, foundations uh, on, I would say, uh, the wrong foundations for them. So if you, you know, you build your project on wrong foundations, you will keep spending time on fixing the problems coming from those weak foundations so the best thing is to build it on the right foundation so this is how i start the book from the mm -hmm. you know based on that concept and moving on uh, you know across the different phases you know you have in each chapter a specific focus and when i'm talking to people i'm interviewing different people uh, i see where's the the most uh, strong point uh, or argument or foundation that the person is building her, uh, his or her career on, and I match it with the chapter. You know, for example, I would I would say in one of the chapters, uh, one of the myths that people believe in is uh, in order to succeed in life, 
you have to specialize in one career. So focus on one major, you know, grow in that business, specialize in it, get promoted. And this is the real success definition. But actually, that's a myth. You know, that's the only way. That's not the only way to succeed in life. You know, there is another way, actually, which is doing different things and building your expertise across different and uh, and unseemingly uh, separated domains. Uh, and, and that's actually called, I would call it a polymath. You know, polymath is somebody who spent several years in different careers with different domains. So based on that, I would find my story. So a person who has done this in the past, so a person who has done uh, uh, four or five careers or three or four careers. So based on my, 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 my chapter, I go out and find, you know, a story that uh, strengthens that point, you know. True. I think uh, like any other project, the base has to be strong. Exactly. Like any other building, you know, the base has right. to be strong. If your base is strong, then, you know, uh, probably you've taken care of a lot of problems in your project. Exactly. And, and nothing is worth, uh, you know, than your life and, and your career because your our careers are always impacting our lives. So people really uh, should think carefully and think through how they want to build their lives and what kind of foundation, right? True. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and what is it that you particularly, uh, you know, require in your writing space? I know that you love seaside, right? Anything else yeah. that you require in your writing space that sort of motivates you? So um, anywhere that is not uh, within four walls. <laughs> so uh, writing within four <laughs> walls for me is not inspiring at all. Yeah, I, uh, I get to be slow. When, when I write in such, you know, place. So I really need to see uh, a scenery in front of me. So whether it's a green uh, scenery, whether it's a mountain, whether it's water. And when it gets to water, when it gets to a, a river, it's nice, but the best ever is a sea. So I'm in front of the sea view, having my uh, best coffee. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just, I could write for... You know, for days without stopping, you know, that's the, really the best fit for me. True. All right. And then which writers have inspired you? Oh, there are a lot, of course. Uh, but if, if I if I could mention two, uh, I would say Malcolm Gladwell is, uh, is really one of them. I uh, really enjoyed reading different books of Malcolm Gladwell because of uh, this very simplistic way he writes, uh, you know. So uh, I, I think he, he has done a test or so, that, and it showed that um, almost um, his writing, you know, it's readable and understood by five or six years old, you know, kid, which is actually the secret, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of nice and very well-written books are not readable by everybody, you know. Right. Uh, so uh, some of them are based on scientific research. Some of them are so strong in their languages that not each person, everybody could could read them. But I think if we come back to uh, Malcolm Gladwell, I think his language is so easy and, and simple. The other thing that uh, I really admire in him is that the way he connects things together, you know, things, they look unrelated, seemingly unrelated, 
unconnected. But the way he connects things together is amazing. You know, it's uh, it really teaches that we shouldn't separate things from each other. So at the end of the day, we are in one universe. All the domains, all the sciences are connected in a way or another, and we shouldn't look at things from um, a wide angle, a wide perspective. So we can connect things together. Uh, that's what we learned from him. Um, I would say another another author, uh, Chris Gallebo, and Chris Gallebo is, is an American author uh, who uh, wrote, I think, eight or nine books uh, from the 100 US dollar startup to side hustle to uh, mourn for this and several other books. And uh, the two things I really love about, uh, about him, uh, the first thing is that he really jumped into the conversation that I used to have at that time. So when I read the first book, uh, the 100 US dollar startup, uh, you know, all those ideas, I was already thinking about them, you know. Uh, and then I, I finished actually all his books in nine months because the way he writes is so easy. Another good example, which gives us all hope, you know, especially, you know, the authors who are starting their careers uh, to, in writing, that my personal uh, notice here is that the way he wrote his first or second books wasn't exactly uh, the best way to write a book. But, you know, the skills that he could build over the years, you know, uh, uh, from the third, fourth, fifth, sixth books, actually, it tells you that by practice, can learn any any skill you know so that was really amazing uh, about right. him i i think the summary the top 100 dollar startup uh, i i kind of uh, sort of related uh, relate to that book uh, that's kind of a, a handy guide that he published it's i only read it in an ebook uh, sometime yeah. ago uh, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a good book you know it's a, it's got some handy suggestions for anybody who's uh, looking to start up a new venture uh, that's exactly. not with a big capital not huge exactly. capital exactly and he combine uh, he combines the story yep. uh, into you know practical approach into you know his concepts and values in in life and this is how you know this is how um, most of his books are actually bestsellers absolutely absolutely uh, i think there's a lot to learn from self-help books as well i look forward to your book as well uh, thank you finally James. we've thank talked you. a lot you know and you've had some handy suggestions <laughs> for the young and aspiring authors finally if you have that one message for for them what would it be uh, i would always uh, encourage people to pursue their passions. If your passion is in writing, specifically in, in our conversation here, is that keep writing. So uh, uh, you have to keep writing every day, or, or let's say at least on a regular basis. You know, you have to have schedule every, almost every day or every uh, uh, two days, you have to write. The second thing is that, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel go out and learn from other authors, either from their books. So a lot of people I learn from, sometimes I read the books and I try my best to read two books uh, every week. I try my best. Uh, if I cannot read, then I can listen to audiobooks. Uh, so I try to finish two books uh, each week. Uh, what I really can learn from others is not only the concept of the book, is how to write a book, how to write a best-selling book. So my humble advice to them is to Start, you know, reading other books, 
you know, from an author perspective, you know, start learning from them how the how they really craft the story, how they write it, how they make the plot, how uh, they start the chapter, how they end the chapter, how was the introduction. So, you know, by learning, you know, by reading other uh, author writings, you're really making a lot of advancement in terms of writing your own book. Uh, and then just keep writing. And as long as it's a passion for you, just keep pushing through. Right. Wonderful suggestion for yeah. the new authors. And, and uh, the bottom line should be that you must read to learn and inspire and be inspired, not to copy. <laughs> that's Exactly. That's and and actually, as, as authors, we have a message. You know? yeah. We all have a message. So it's a very noble uh, career, you know, a very noble, a noble uh, profession is that you are sharing a message to the world. So, you, you know, I mean, I, I could, I would say, and I would see that if it's your biggest project in your life, just, you know, give it all what you got, you know, write something that can live longer than any of us, you know, could, could live. Uh, because at the end of the day, this is, I mean, we, we all should have life purposes in life, you know, we all have should have value to add to the people around us, to the society, to the globe. Uh, and one of them, you know, by writing, you are really helping you know, to pushing that through uh, that goal. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, truly inspiring, uh, Mustafa. Thank you so much for taking time Thank out. You, I really enjoyed the conversation. You've shared so many handy tips about following uh, your passion, writing, publishing, and marketing. I'm sure the listeners are going to uh, find this information quite use useful, right? It was lovely talking to you, Mustafa. Thank you, Jasveer. It's, it's it was really fun and very uh, interesting talking to you. And, and because both of us are authors, I feel... Uh, you know, myself talking to a, a fellow friend of mine about something that I love. So really, thank <laughs> you so much. And uh, I mean, I have uh, all the, um, I would say, uh, my website is The Passion MBA, and I have a page for the book. So whatever mm -hmm. progress I have is, is on there. And then from there, I hope uh, the book would be published soon. <laughs> Right. Look forward to the book uh, uh, as are, I think, our listeners uh, who found this information to be useful. Right, uh, guys, that was Mustafa Amar for you. His book is coming up shortly. Uh, he is a coach. You can connect with him online. I'm going to post the links on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, so feel free to connect with him. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to us. Uh, I am going to be back with another author shortly. Till that time, take care and stay safe. Thank you.